Why is he crying? Do you think he got enough milk? Do you think he looks tired? Where's the pasty? Uh, when did he last eat? Oh, I'm so bummed. Cause he's super sad. Okay Parenting, a podcast where we talk about all the confusion, exhaustion, elation that is parenting. We're not experts, and neither are you, so let's figure it out together. Good job. I'm Allison. And I'm Brian. And we're parents of a four-month-old baby. This week's episode includes our weekly recap, the segments What I Purchased This Week and What I'm Scared Of. And we conclude the episode with our top one, bottom one parenting moments from the week. Let's get into it. Okay, so I'm going to start with my weekly recap. I feel like a lot happened this week, and I'm just going to kind of get to it. All right, so this week our big thing was sleep training, which is pretty much torture. It was torture. But I think it's working. So... We are about four and a half months into this thing. Not sleep training. No, no, no. Parents. Yeah, having a child. And uh, mm-hmm. we decided that it's time that our baby learns how to sleep. And I've been reading Just a lot about it. Through the night. Yeah. I've been reading a lot about it. And, you know, they, everyone says sleep is a learned skill. It's not something that you're born knowing how to do. And you have never learned that skill. That is true. I don't think I was sleep trained because I still don't know how to do it. Mm-hmm. So I don't want our son to do that. Be in 32 years not knowing how to sleep. Um, but sadly, the way to do it, really, I mean, there are lots of ways, of course, but one way that we've chosen to do is to kind of encourage him to learn how to put himself to sleep and how to string sleep cycles together, and that does involve some crying. And I think it's really hard for us not to run in and immediately try to stop the time So we've been taking the approach of just trying to, in small increments, let him cry and try to figure out how to get himself to sleep. And I would say overall, it is working, would you say? I would say it's working. Why don't we say like exactly what we're doing? Okay, so we started with the 5-10-15 method, which, you know, we put him down for the night. We do the whole sleep routine. We do change him. We sing him a lot of songs in beautiful harmonies, I might add. We read stories, and then we give him the pacifier, and we... I think you did add. Leave. And, um, you know, he'll cry when we'll leave, and we'll let him cry for five minutes. We'll sit there in bed and time it, and we'll just keep staring at the clock. As soon as it's five minutes, we go in, we give him the pacifier, we might rub his belly, we might say, shh, it's okay, it's okay. And then we leave again, and then he cries, and then this time we try to go for ten minutes. I will say that we're not always successful, and being able to stay out for 10 minutes, but we try. And then we go in again after 10, same thing if he's still crying, and then we try to let him go for 15. So um, I can't even remember because it feels hazy, but I know that two nights ago we went through the 5, we went through the 10, and then the 15. at about 13 minutes into the 15, he stopped crying. He wasn't asleep, but he just was quiet. And then at about 15 and a half minutes, he fell asleep. And then he usually wakes up at like 2.30 in the morning, cries a little bit, but goes back to sleep without being fed, which is excellent. So that's been our big focus this week. It's pretty torturous when he's crying, and 15 minutes is so long. It's so long. But 
After a week of it, it seems like we're making a lot of progress, though. That being said, we'll see how tonight goes. True. Um, our other big thing this week, and maybe it's related to why he's sleeping better, I don't know, is that we have finally introduced a little bit of formula just at night. He had been doing mm. exclusive breastfeeding. True. And I think that's making noise. And uh, we give him about four ounces of formula at night um, before I nurse him. And so that's just like a little extra something in his belly to help him go all through the night. And we also tried this week, big week, um, a little bit of baby oatmeal. Um, the oatmeal. <laughs> we did two. Baby oatmeal. <laughs> we did two attempts. The first one, it was way too watery because they said to do four tablespoons of breast milk to one tablespoon of the oatmeal, which it was basically just liquid. But I guess that's that's the point for the first time. The second time I did it a little bit more solid, and I would say he was mildly interested. So I think he was interested more as an activity than like that it was going to be sustenance for him. Yeah. Speaking of which, we should mention which oatmeal and um, formula we got. You go for it, because you ordered them. Well. Oh, I didn't even get to get it. Well, I don't know what they are. Brian's going into the kitchen to get the exact products. He's still looking for them. Um, we have limited time while baby's napping, but apparently we're going to spend it searching in the cabinets for these products. He emerges. Okay. I always think it's funny how, like, you go from knowing absolutely nothing about a subject, and then you're like, oh, my baby needs, you know, to eat oatmeal cereal or whatever, and then within, like, three hours of Googling and YouTubing, you're just, you are an expert, basically, on something. Not actually, but, you know, just that you could have a long conversation, basically, about the different brands, but um, anyway, the, the short that version is one of, of your strengths is uh, looking at all the different like baby cereals. There are so many random ingredients in these things, um, and so I try to find something that had just really basic ingredients. Um, and since it's just like baby oatmeal, I'm pretty sure you could just get regular oatmeal and then just grind it up really finely, and that's what this is. Um, but it's also fortified with iron. So this is called the Happy Baby Organics Oatmeal Baby Cereal with Iron. But the main thing is it's also, it's very easy to make. Um, and it doesn't taste that bad as far as the different oatmeal baby cereals that I've tried. All right. Um, and then the other one, and th I, you know, Formula is like a, a hotly debated subject, but I was trying to find a non-dairy formula um, just because. And uh, I was also trying to find uh, an oil-free formula or, you know, if I could try and find like a low oil um, formula since there's so much oil in all the formulas out there, especially like palm oil. Uh, anyway, so I found this one called the Elsie, or or maybe just Else. Maybe it's just Else. E L S E. Yeah, I just learned to read. So plant-based 
complete nutrition for toddlers, but we learned you can feed this to an infant. It does say well. 12 months and up, but oh well. Um, but anyway, it is dairy and soy free, it is gluten free, it is corn syrup free, and then it is also non-GMO, which that doesn't necessarily mean anything to me. It also says organic, and that, I mean, who knows what that means. But anyway, point is, it's dairy free and corn syrup free, and I, I was very happy with that. So the first time we gave it to him, we mixed like half and half breast milk with this, and then the second time we just went with this. So. And it, is, it does not look appetizing. Not to say that like breast milk looks like an appetizing color but um yeah the the i mean the uh, formula yeah no it's like a grayish cloudy bath water type situation so anyway it was very fun to give them the oatmeal and i look forward to experimenting with more foods which we'll be doing in the next couple weeks we're not really in a rush he's not even five months old yet but it is so fun, and I think he's really going to love it, so we're looking forward to it. And that's my weekly recap. Brian? Um, my weekly recap, let's see. Well, we were traveling over the holiday um, in December, and let's see. Um, that was tough because he was sick right before we traveled, um, and then he was healthy for, like, the day that we traveled, thankfully, and then he got sick again, um, while we were at our destination, so it was, um, not the most fun, especially since we were going through a little bit of, like, that four-month sleep regression, um, but, you know, we endured, um, and there were a couple nights without sleep, but, you know, I think every, every new parent's used to that. Um, and then, yeah, just getting back into the routine and getting back, especially into the routine of sleep training has been a little bit tough this week. Um, but luckily, um, you've been at work and I've been working from home. So, uh, yeah. since I've been working from home, I've been able to do more of the sleep training and, um, I guess that's just hardened me maybe to his crying mm -hmm. at this point. So I can, I can endure a little bit longer than you. For um, sure. But anyway, I, it seems to be working. How um, is it going trying to work while also having the baby home? It's not that stressful. Uh, sometimes it would be a little bit stressful in that, like, you know, if, if I had a call with someone that I, I needed to talk to them, but those are pretty rare anyway, so it wasn't that bad. I mean, I'm really appreciative of the fact that I can work from home so that mm -hmm. I can spend the time with him. Um, and that's been really nice, actually. And we've also been just a little bit nervous to send him back to daycare. Yeah. During, we're in the middle of this Omicron COVID spike. So when Brian can have him at home, it's nice. Although we're still paying for the daycare, of course. And at this point, we've definitely paid for more daycare days that we haven't used than those that we have. But... I will. Yeah. What can you do, COVID? All right. Now for our next segment, what I purchased this week. Well, it's pretty self-explanatory what this segment is about, so I'll start. Um, we got back from traveling, like Brian mentioned, and when we were at our parents' house in New York, they had a lot of seats and special places to set the baby down that they had borrowed from their friends that we experimented with and it was really fun and it's just so nice to be able to set the baby down for a second 
and quickly do something and have them be entertained. So I purchased, we had uh, some gift cards that some family members had given us, which were really nice. And I used them to get one of those standing play gyms where he stands up and um, it's like a seat that holds him, but he can use his legs a little bit and he could rotate and there's a bunch of toys to capture his attention. That's supposed to get delivered today. I'm very excited to use Mm. it. I also got a tummy time water mat, which got here this morning, which we already had fun with, which basically is like a little mini water bed with little plastic fish in it. And it's just to encourage fun tummy time sessions. So I set him up on there and he can experiment with putting pressure in different areas of it and like moving the water around and seeing the little fishies move. And that's really fun. And thirdly, I got one of those swing jumpers that goes in the door frame where the baby can like push off the floor and kind of jump if they're in a harness and like the spring. I know my good friend had one of those for her baby and I remember going over to her house and he just loved it. So I've been looking forward to the day where our guy is big enough to be in one of those. So I think that's very soon. So I'm so excited to use them and I will report back when we try them out. What did you purchase this week, Brian? Um, well, the two things I purchased were the formula and the oatmeal. And I already talked about those. And maybe some toe separators. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't you? I think so. I may have. <laughs> Gotta separate your toes, you know. Okay, and our next segment is called What I'm Nervous About, and that's just something coming up that like we're unsure about or don't really know how to approach, more research required. My big one is, so he's been sleeping in the Merlin Magic Sleep Suit, which looks like a little baby astronaut. If you Google it, I mean, there's a lot of, it's very popular, and it's, I think, really helped him to sleep. It kind of weighs his arms down so they can't, like flail and wake him up with a reflex and he's pretty much right at the brink of being way too big for it like we're really muscling him in there at this point and I'm not ready to switch out of it I think that's going to be a huge transition for him and some rocky nights ahead as we transition to like a normal sleep sack I'm nervous about just COVID in general um obviously I don't I don't really want to send him back to daycare also because prior to um the omicron surge he was sick at daycare or you know got mm-hmm. sick at daycare and that was only after a couple of days so not with covid just like just sniffles. like yeah so that's been hard and just the idea of sending him back i don't know if that's the best thing to do right now um also since he he's pretty young i would say just like more generally speaking it it and this is my opinion, it probably would be better to send your child to daycare if you can when they can sit up. Um, Just because I feel like they'll be sort of not as close to the floor. I mean, I know their hands and everything are on the floor, but it's just, it's different than like literally just laying on the floor. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, But yeah, If we could have waited longer. We sent him when he was 16 weeks. Yeah, and that was hard. That was really hard. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I feel way more comfortable, like, dropping him off if not for COVID stuff. True. True. All right. Our final segment, top one, bottom one, parenting moment of the week. 
So let's start with bottom one. Okay. Um, other than just like the crying and the sleep exhaustion, which we've already talked about, for me, like I still feel like four and a half months in, we haven't really figured out bath time. Mm. It's like something that I see pictures or videos or whatever. My friend's baby is like loving bath time. And I wouldn't say our guy doesn't like it, but we've tried a few different little infant bathtubs and none of them seem super great or comfortable and I just always feel nervous and then like picking him up out of it he's slippery and it's like nerve-wracking and I never feel super confident going into it so I would say this week even though it is fun and he does like splashing around in the water just like my own comfort level with bath time is probably my low point um I would say mine was just when he um, I don't remember which night it was, but there was one night that he was, like, really crying a lot. And, it, uh, you know, we were going through, like, the 5, 10, 15 or whatever, and he was just really exasperated, and it's just very hard to hear him that Screaming, way. wailing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was definitely the, you know, bottom one. And then, of course, you're, like, thinking, am I doing the right thing for him, etc. But, I mean... You know, last night he pretty much slept through the whole entire night for the first time, so... From 8 to 5, yeah. as we're calling the whole night, which is really good. Yeah, that's awesome. With one wake Nine up. Hours. He woke up at like 2.30, just for, for a few minutes. 30 seconds, oh, okay. not even a few minutes. So, I mean, I think that it's probably... It's probably okay. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's probably okay. You're right. We should name our podcast that. That's a good name. All right, and top one parenting moment of the week. I mean, there's so many. Just his smile and laugh is obviously just the best. I'm sure every parent feels that way. Yesterday, I was trying to hang some more bookshelves in his room because we're running out of space. I only have, like, one little tiny one, and he's got a good amount of books. So I was hanging a new bookshelf, and I just put him on the play mat in the middle of his room and, like, a ton of toys around him and little teethers. And he really sat there and entertained himself for like 20 or 30 minutes, just totally playing independently, grabbing things and looking in the mirror and just totally didn't need me. And I was very proud of him. And I think that that's a really good habit that I want to continue to foster independent play. So that was my highlight. Um, I would say just like him waking up this morning happy and like sleeping most of the night was definitely made me feel good about like the previous challenges and the week of him crying a lot and stuff like that like it, it made me feel like it was worth it um that's probably the biggest thing i would say is just that he's hopefully getting more quality sleep and also you know more quantity Consec- sleep consecutive also huh? not consecutive <laughs> not just quantity but like consecutive sleep <laughs> What do you mean consecutive? In a row, like nine hours in a row or eight hours in a row or whatever. Instead of like two hours here, two hours here, two hours here. Yes, yeah. He's like bridging those sleep. That's what that word. Transitions. Consecutive. Mm. Okay, well, that's our podcast for all you listeners out there. Thanks for joining us. Stay safe. Don't get COVID. Don't slip on the ice. Try and get as much sleep as you can. Good luck. It's probably okay. You can't be chewing. What are you doing? Yes, I can. No, that's disgusting. No one wants to listen to that. (laughs) This is our intro. We're going to use this every episode. (laughs) 
Roadboat's funny. Welcome to probably... Welcome to probably okay parenting. An oral pod... <clears throat> I think the, the <laughs> format of this is wrong. I probably okay parenting. No, you have to stop doing it. I'm serious. This is our intro. We're going to do this every episode. <laughs>